On today's episode of More Important Issues, we're talking the Tennessee game versus Ole Miss. Big win that came down to just the final seconds. Hope you missed. Hope you didn't miss the jacket throw. That was electric. We're also talking some college basketball, some Tennessee baseball. They are still undefeated, getting ever so close to SEC play. We've got all that for you. Stick into that. Today's segments include Over the Basket, Stupidity's Epidemic, and our Jumbotron. More Important Issues is brought to you by MyBookie. Ever since I started this podcast, a lot of people have asked me uh, who to bet on, and the truth is, I don't know who to bet on. I hope you didn't listen to me in the live video, because I told you to hammer the over against Tennessee. So, see, I never know. But if you think you know, got to check out MyBookie. They are the best bet this season. They've been in the business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site is extremely easy to use. You don't have to take my word for it. If you check them out, I promise you will not be disappointed. Also, i got a little promo code for you. If you use a promo code ISSUE, that's I-S-S-U-E. They will match your deposit uh, up to $100, up to $200. So head on over to MyBookie today. Enter promo code ISSUE to get up to $1,000 in free play. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. Head on over to MyBookie. You play, you win, you get paid. Rid it, dit to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, February 27th. I'm Caleb Mitchell. Joining me, Landon Raby. Guys, the Vols narrowly, just narrowly escaped a win at Ole Miss. A win is a win. I'm a firm believer in that. It's ugly. It was ugly. As a, hey, the, I guess coaching me, you know, recognizes when a game isn't pretty, but also I recognize a win is a win. Can't complain too much about a win. Got to move. Got to snap and clear. Yeah. When, I mean, when you win, it's just concerning. It is. Oh, it's very concerning. But the kind of the good thing about a win, I don't know if that's the right way to say it. A good thing about a win is that you don't necessarily, you don't, you shouldn't look back on that too much. You just got to look at what to fix now going into Kentucky. You can really just work on kind of how you're going to play Kentucky. You don't have to say, well, this is what we need to do differently necessarily from the last game because you won. So now you just got to really focus on Kentucky because we mentioned that could be a 10-point loss. Yeah. And Saturday is set to be a good day. I don't want to lose Kentucky, especially by 10. No, definitely not. It's a 2 p.m. tip-off, CBS. Uh, I mean – we're going to be ranked number seven. Kentucky, oh, should have pulled that up. We're going to be ranked high as well. Are they number three? I think they're four. Four. Um, I mean, it's going to be a big game. You had a top five matchup in, in Lexington at Rupp. Going to have a top ten matchup uh, in uh, Knoxville. And you've got an SEC title on the line. One of these teams are at least going to share it, more than likely. Yeah. At least going to share uh, Tennessee, you never know. We've narrowly escaped some guys. We still have a tough schedule ahead. I guess I shouldn't say for sure, but you you would assume one of these teams are gonna gonna at least share it with with LSU. I, I mean, I'm probably predicting LSU at least gets a share because their schedule's easy right now. Yeah. Of course, they've got a uh, um, what's his name's out indefinitely now. So, Waters? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So that's concerning, but at the same time, they had plenty of pickup. They didn't really miss a beat with their, yeah. uh, with anybody else. But I, I would definitely probably have them um, going to be the favorites to win it right now. Uh, I need to look at Kentucky, the rest of Kentucky's schedule. I'm shocked that we shot over 50%. I 
I didn't. I mean, there were some poor shot selections, but I didn't feel like in total we shot terribly. Yeah, I guess it was just from three. Just from three, we looked bad. Yeah, and we we get in this. We get in like. I mean, you talked about this earlier in the season. There's so many times down the floor that we just want to like answer threes when that shouldn't be the case. Like just play our game and and get do it. I said you don't need to. Yeah, get to, like you can score, especially down low. And then from 10, 10 feet, 12, 15 feet, you all are probably the best shooting team in the nation from there. Yeah, I mean, threes are demoralizing, but there's nothing more demoralizing when a guy can just body you in the in the lane and score two every time yeah. on the court. We have the ability to do that just about every time. Yep. No team in the country, not a single team, has the ability to shoot the, that percentage from three. So just trust it and play your game. The most disappointing thing for me about this game is that we got out-rebounded by a team that should not be out-rebounding us. By one. They We should have out-rebounded them by five. They had, they had seven offensive rebounds. And I'll, I'll take – I'll put a blame on somebody. I think it's Kyle Alexander. I feel like he – for whatever reason, he is not playing – he's not playing good basketball. Um, right. For the last two or three weeks, he hasn't done anything. Um, and, and that can't, that can't happen. It, it seems like – his stock was rising to be, you know, a player that can make a roster in the NBA. But now, it, I mean, John Fulgerson's taking his minutes. Yeah. I mean, thank God Fulgerson's played pretty good basketball um, lately. Tonight he had six points, um, just three rebounds. I'm going to go with he probably played 10, yeah. 15 minutes somewhere in there. And he's just he's been a good role player for us, you know, especially yeah. the past few weeks. He's led the team in blocks the past few weeks. Um had a couple chances to deny that the guy got fouled before. I think he would have had two blocks if those fouls hadn't been called. And he didn't foul him. Yeah. And, um, I mean, he stepped up in a big way. Obviously, he's not enough. But he stepped up in a big way where we've lost a bunch of our role players. And, and Bowden and uh, uh, Lamonte. Thankfully, Lamonte got back tonight. Yeah. So. Yeah, he, he definitely looked his normal self. Uh, hey, here's a good note from where we were playing good basketball earlier. We have four, three guys in double digits and one right on the cusp of double digits. So hopefully we're getting back into that groove. Um, Grant just had six rebounds tonight. You talked about Kyle only having, you know, he hadn't helped us. He's only had four. Jordan Bone had five. Yeah, but we, you, you talk about Kyle Alexander had four, but how many minutes did he play? Yeah, it's true. We didn't get any bodies down on people on rebounds. Yeah. And then I talked about it in our live video, if you uh, got to watch that, how we've got to limit those second chance points. If they get offensive rebounds, that's when you really got to play good defense. Those are momentum changers. Mm-hmm. They got plenty of second chance points. I don't know if it was, you know, I don't know if they got all, uh, if they got fourteen or however many on the seven offensive rebounds. But seven offensive rebounds is way too much, especially for a team that you outsize and outmatch. Yeah, and they definitely at least had a few second chance points. So we've got to get that fixed. I mean, Kentucky's going to play physical. This team played physical, especially especially for their size. When you yeah. look at their size, they played very physical. And they were just faster than us. And our yeah. guards, we used to say Jordan Bowen was probably the best in the country. I mean, I'm not going to say he's bad. He's not bad. He's not playing like he used to. No. Um, two, yeah. turn- two turnovers tonight on his four assists. Is he scared to go to the rim? Because there's times when there's only one guy between him and the basket, and he doesn't take it. No. He looks to pass. And, and that's exactly why people criticized him last year. Yeah. Was his lack of you know confidence in going to the basket. And we talked about Kyle Alexander – and we had to go – our tallest guy is six seven, at the end of this game. and we, I mean, we need rebounds. Yep. So, I mean, is Zach Kent able to come in if, you know, Fulgerson isn't isn't playing well? Is I mean, shit, could DJ Burns come in? 
I mean, because I guess we need somebody who who has some size, especially against Kentucky when they have size. I guess you got to look at that. I mean, which, that would be very unfortunate to burn DJ Burns' red shirt this late in the year. When at one point you had Kyle Alexander playing really good basketball. Yeah, you've got Fulkerson playing good enough to give you several quality minutes. You know, a guy that should be able to relieve Alexander for long enough. But if you get in that situation where you could use a rim protector like you did in the second round of the NCAA tournament, and you have no one that can play that position. Yep. And DJ Burns comes in next year and tears it up. You're gonna be, you're gonna look like an ass. Yeah. And Derek Walker, he had a few good games and then hadn't been able. He didn't play a lot tonight. Just a few minutes and didn't get a lot. I don't. I don't understand the. I don't know. I feel like some of them play good basketball. Are they just not practicing well? Like, why is Jalen well, Johnson not playing? I feel like I, think, I don't know. I don't have an answer for Jalen Johnson. Especially, I feel like you can get away from pods. I mean. He doesn't give you enough, even defensively anymore. Just get away After from him. After he got put on a poster, yeah. <laughs> he sat down too. Which was that was a dump. Why did he jump into his body? Just trail him from behind. At least you don't get you don't look like an idiot. Yeah. And uh, he's probably gonna make it anyways. He was in front of you on the break, and you did a good job tracking back. But then you made yourself look like an idiot. Um, but Derek Walker, I mean, his only knock right now is he's just an idiot when he gets on the floor. He's gonna have at least one dumb foul. Um, tonight he only had one. Um, but he had one dumb foul. And if just one foul, uh, he just doesn't do enough offensively. He does. I think he does all right defensively. He's not going to go be a stellar shot blocker or anything, but he does his job, I guess, defensively. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just got killed, especially with speed tonight. We got killed, and, and again, we let him get comfortable shooting threes. And once you let him get comfortable, man, you're not going to slow him down. They, they shot 39 percent from the three from three point range. We are horrible at on ball defense. Absolutely horrible. Yeah. And it's killing it's killing the the three points being left open because so many people have to help. And that's what makes me so mad about Bone. Like he gives it up on defense, but then on offense, you know, you have the advantage. You're faster than anybody on the court, mm-hmm. and you just don't do it. Yeah, it's he's a. It's very uh, interesting. Thank God for Grant Williams because without him tonight, we lose by ten plus. Easy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he played. We kind of talked about it in the – you challenged Alexander. I kind of challenged Grant. Like, we need him to get back. Um, and he, he answered. He had a – you know, he had a couple dumb uh, offensive possessions. Um, he, he's a guy that we need to be able, be better at on rebounds. I will say that. He's got to get more rebounds. But at least he answered the call and went to the hole. Yeah. That last play, some people might call lucky. That's Grant Williams. He If he's got a one-on-one matchup going to the rim, he's going to beat you. Yeah. But he, he, got it, he got it on the top of the key, <laughs> saw that they weren't going to double him, and he went to the hole. Yeah. Don't double him. Fine. He's going to go score on you if you don't double him. So, Ole Miss played a bad possession of uh, basketball on that end. They got they paid for it. Yeah, because we've seen throughout the course of this la- these last you know couple games where if you double Grant Williams, somebody else has to pick up the scoring load. Yep. And if- Grant usually does a good job of of finding. He had four assists tonight when he gets yeah. doubled. He he finds people. Right. But you know, talk about LSU. He had five turnovers. Yeah. Because they they did that and they're lengthy and yeah he only had one tonight I would have guessed he had more honestly yeah um we it, did a lot of we had a lot of dumb passes it wasn't just like charges or like we we totaled not we turtled totaled nine turnovers tonight yeah. on sixteen assists <clears throat> um yeah we that's definitely got to get fixed we need Bowden to shoot better I think I hope that big two at the end. Which you know ended up being game changing, obviously. Yeah. Um. You know, hopefully he probably should have shot the three, but I guess if he's not comfortable, at least he hit that one shot. You know, and um, hopefully that gives him the confidence rolling into Kentucky because we need him. We need him and Lamonte, um, ready to go. Yeah, 
I think Ole Miss is a pretty decent basketball team. Oh, we—I mean, they were—they surprised everybody. They're ranked fourth in the conference right now. Yeah. Um, they've you know the, all their close or all their games, just about all of them. They've had a few bad bosses, but most of their games have been close ones. If they've lost them, I feel like their their starters are good. They don't have a bench. They don't. So that's no. what kills them. Um, nope. But I mean, looking at our bench, you know, we're not getting a ton from them either. No, we got to find a way to get more. Um, I don't know how that starts, but. Man, it's tough. It was fun seeing another coach get back tonight. That was enjoyable. Yeah, and and he throws his jacket and then then yeah gets on the intercom and tells everybody else to not throw anything. Like you just set an example, buddy. Uh, and he's sweaty, man. Dude, that was nasty. Yeah. I'm impressed how well the jacket hit his sweat though. Like I had no idea until he. What was crazy is like his chest was dry. No, well, no, no, no. It was like a his like top chest was dry and then it had like a line and then his belly was dry. Yeah, it was the strangest thing I've ever seen. I don't know. It was very strange. Came out of it like Superman. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Very interesting. Um, But, yeah, it was fun to see another coach that upset. Uh, I mean, what a ballsy play from Admiral to take that charge. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the thing to do instead of trying to shuffle and jump or something, you know, get in the way because you probably get a foul call there. So, stop your feet and make them shoot. I don't know. Why'd they shoot so early? They left a second and a half left. I don't know. Why we, don't you we just did it against LSU? Yeah. Why don't you just at least take two more dribbles and you're you're almost you're at NBA range at least. You're not almost at the you know lettering. I was shocked. We just let him run right by us until yeah. he got to Schofield. Yeah. I guess we just Lamonte was Lamonte was on him a little bit. <coughs> they we were all just him. set him up. Yeah. Uh, but dude, Davis played really good. Yeah. I don't know how many points he ended up having, but Tyre, he was a big. Tyree looked good as well. Yeah. Davis had uh, 16 points. I mean, the dude was. Pretty good tonight. Yeah, a couple highlight dunks too that made it look even better. God, <laughs> like, like the poster, like the poster. Yeah, a um, couple highlight dunks that were not too shabby, my friend. Um, we know we talked about you've got to get better before this Saturday. Uh, I mean, I think the big thing is get rest because you know it's going to be a physical matchup. Somehow we're favored in this game. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know. I'm so confused, but, but. You know, you look at Kentucky, they beat Arkansas by four. They blew out Auburn. They probably should have lost to Arkansas, too. Yeah. We talked about how they got some uh, help from the officials there at the end. At one point, it was tied 51-51. Arkansas, or sorry, Kentucky was given a jump ball that led to their possession that Tyler Hero came completely from behind and touched the ball wrapping around the guy. They called, like, literally just touched it. So, even if you don't call a foul, how how you got a jump ball there is beyond me. Oh, yeah. And then that – did you see that elbow to the face on the one of the last inbounds? Like – So, yes. Yeah, so, that was definitely out on that guy. I don't know how that wasn't called. The – before the inbounds? Or – no, the, the, the t- inbound. So, like he – Tyler Hero uh, – no, Tyler Hero elbows the guy like creating space. He, like, okay. So extends his arm. I'm talking about the one at the very end. I don't know if I saw that one. I must not have. Because, like, the dude – you only have a three – three – Foot box yeah. you can you have to stay in. Well, the dude obviously moved. He did shuffle completely out of it. I yeah. saw someone say, "Is that not illegal?" Because it's definitely close. Or yeah, so someone thought that you had to pretty much keep a pivot foot, similar to. Oh, he shuffled. Well, you don't have to keep a pivot foot. You have like a you can move yeah, within so you a have certain three foot box. Yeah, but like, I mean, if it wasn't three foot, it was two point real close. Yeah. Um, and then they threw it to that guy, and it looked like the Arkansas player was going to touch it. And he, I think he did, but the ball like hits the 
Kentucky Stay player again. elbow. Yeah. And they didn't go there. To... There wasn't a good angle. Oh, they couldn't. Okay. So, but I mean, it was it was so obvious. Like change direction, everything. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that, but yeah, someone asked like they didn't know you could move at all. Which you, yeah, even on the inbounds that you can't go up and down the baseline, you do have a few steps. But Arkansas had a collapse, just kind of like yeah. Louisville did. They were, they didn't score it in the last like two minutes. Yeah. But I mean, you kind of like knew that. that was coming from Arkansas, so like. They're bad. Yeah, they're you know they're they not have good. They Gafford, and that's about it. Right. Um, but you have Kentucky at home. Last time they played you, man, they just out physic physicaled you. I don't know how to say that. Outmanned um, you. Outmanned you for sure. Uh, and um, yeah, it was a from the get go. They just punched us in the mouth, and you know I think that they you know some people were right in how the officials are going to call a game. I'm not saying it's right. It's just kind of human, human error. But you're yeah, humans refereeing. You should expect that. Um, if you want the calls to go your way, come out physical and don't. I'm not saying foul them, but but be the be the aggressor. And, and I think you help yourself at least. You don't. Yeah. Especially because after you've been pushed around a little bit, this is again coming from a human who, you know, other refs are humans and or refs are humans and they probably see it similar to me. When I if I come up and body you. And then you come back at me, it looks like retaliation. And if you dip a shoulder just a little bit, they're probably going to see that and think it's, you know, something similar to that. And they're mm-hmm. going to, and I'm not saying it's right, but it's how humans see it. It's the way it is. It's kind of like the rule of like, you know, if you, if the refs aren't going to see you punching, them punching you, they're only going to see your retaliation. Yeah. It's kind of that sim- similar. They always see the second punch. Yeah. So just be smart in how you do it and how, and, and play physical from the get go. And honestly, if, even if it costs you a couple thousand in the beginning, like maybe not Grant because he usually has five fouls to give throughout the game, but like Alexander, go in there and try to. I mean, assert your dominance. Hit some, like hit somebody, not Set punch the them, tone. but like hit somebody. Like next first time Washington comes in, like borderline flagrant. Make them go to the board and see if it's a flagrant. Like hit him that hard. Like, yeah, I mean, let him know you're there. <coughs> I mean, just like in football, like that first play. Yeah. You knock somebody on their ass, they're not they're not going to yeah. go after you the same way. If you don't hit if you don't hit somebody hard on the first play, you're going to get hit hard. Yeah, like that's the way it's going to be. Um, so expect that. You've got a lot. I mean, Kentucky's. You mentioned how Hero's been been playing, kind of the best. You, you can't forget about Washington. He's probably the uh, SEC Player of the Year if it's not Grant. Um, so you can't forget think, about him. I think this game kind of decides it a little yeah. bit. Oh, it definitely decides who splits it with LSU if if it does, because LSU's got the. Oh, I'm talking about SEC player. Of the oh, year. yeah, I would, I would I would agree with that. Um, Washington, thankfully for Grant, thankfully he's, uh, slouched off the last few games compared to what he's been doing. Yeah. Whereas Grant's kind of been, he's never been this except for maybe Vandy, but he shot 20 free throws. You know, yeah. stellar. But he's always been there, right at you know double double figures, mm-hmm. almost 20 points a game. Grant's always been around. Um, but yeah, I agree. And then like you know. I, I, it also decides who splits it with LSU. They have the um, – LSU has both tiebreakers. So, if you want to be – I mean, LSU needs to lose, but they got an easy schedule coming up too. So, if you want to split it with them, whoever wants to split it with them, this is your game to do it. Yeah. And I know, you know, the regular season isn't a big deal. But, honestly, the regular season is probably – I wouldn't say more impressive – but just as impressive because you got to go through that whole grind. I mean, you got to play, what, 16 games? Yeah. 16 uh, conference games, like that's just as hard as playing, you know, night after night. <clears throat> yeah. Being able to go through a whole season grind. Um, 
it's a little bit more than 16. Is it 18 games? Something like that. The conference schedule? 18, yeah. 18 conference games. So they got Alabama. Florida is probably the only place they may slip up. They did lose them in overtime last time um, and, and Vanderbilt. But, yeah, th- this is your chance to – you can't count on LSU losing. Go in, win the game, and at least you get a split, and then you get a first-round bye. Or you get a two-round bye, which you either for either Tennessee or Kentucky should get a two-round bye. Yeah. So I, I'm excited. You've got to you you've got to stop a lot of guys though, and you you need good games from everybody. Um, I mean, you can't forget about guys like Keldon Johnson, um, and even even Travis. Like, and then they've got a full bench pretty much. And is where Travis, we don't. Travis has been hurt. Is he out for our game? Uh, I'm not sure. I know he's he was out. Like week to week, I didn't know if he gotcha. I haven't heard. I I haven't seen an injury report. I don't know if he. (coughs) I didn't watch the Arkansas game last night, so I'm not sure what, how many minutes, if at all, any that he got. I guess I can look that up real quick. But, um, but I I think we got to come out on offense swinging because you know tonight you really set the tone on defense, and then you got sloppy on offense and gave them easy baskets, and we we lost what we had. They gave us a lot of chances to get back in it. And we wouldn't take them. Or to either get back in it or we were in it the whole time we won. Yeah. They gave us a lot of chances to take the lead and move on. And we were we, up by like, what, eight at one point? Maybe. I don't remember the lead. But, you know, like the there was one possession they went down and Or the possession that he shot that uh, little 13, 15-footer. And he had space to drive it and waste more time. And then we go down and do something stupid on that end and don't take advantage of that lead. Yeah. So, or take advantage to get the lead. Yeah. Just, but, just sloppy yeah, read, turnovers. Yeah. Um, and, and that leads to, I feel like our offense and defense kind of feed off each other. So if one's doing terrible, the other one probably is doing terrible also. Yeah. And, and Kentucky's going to pounce on any chance you give them. Yeah. Um, they are again get back in a good guard play. Hero threw up twenty nine against Arkansas. He's going to – the good thing about him, he was able to get a lot of rebounds against us. Most of the time, though, he's going to hang out on the perimeter. That's really what you got to defend. Yeah. Don't let him get comfortable for three. He's five for six um, at, from three-point range against Arkansas. He's the reason they shot 46% from the field. Like, I hate that we have to stop a white guy, but, that I mean, that's pretty much who – count on I, – I can – I have my faith in Grant Williams that he can – he's going to play physical against P.J. Washington when he's on him. I hope – Alexander can do the same. Um, now I'm asking Lamonte Bowden, whoever guard Schofield, whoever's guarding Hero, play good defense, and we will probably win that game if you play good defense. Yeah. Do your job. I mean, somebody's gonna have to body up PJ Washington. He can't just shoot over the top of us like he did in, in the middle of the lane against that um, the last time we played the yep. Matt Rub. Yep. Because that, I mean, that's what killed us. It mm-hmm. was every single time he got it right there, he was shooting over over the top of us. Yeah, and and you know, big thing is is. We had him a lot to the back to the basket, and you were giving him an easy turn to, to square up to the rim. Yep. Don't give him e- anything easy. Make him earn every point. If he earns every point, clap it. You know, clap your hands, tell him good game, move on. Don't don't make it easy though. Wake up, Alexander. Wake up. Yep. We need Alexander uh, on Saturday for sure. We, I mean, really, I guess we need him. We need him every time. And our guard plays got to get better. We've been saying the whole year so far until the last couple of games, um, our guard play. Is looks good enough to be Final Four worthy. Now it doesn't look good enough to win an SEC championship. Yep. And I think we've probably been saying that, I guess, since Kentucky. I guess that really where it started because you had a good win over South Carolina before that. Mm-hmm. So find whatever was working. Bone. Go to the rim. Don't be afraid. Find that 
go hard to the rim because then when you go hard to the rim a couple times, your little pull-up 15-footer is there, and it's money. And I, I think I think the NBA kind of got to this team because you look when when Admiral found out like how high he could go. Yeah, he struggled. I mean, and he's coming back to his normal self, but. You know, Alexander, when, you know, his stock kind of rose, he went downhill. Yep. Bone, kind of the same thing, um, especially on defense. He, he doesn't look terrible on offense um, by any means. But, you know, step up. I mean, if that's your dream, you got to go get it. Yep. You got to put better than this if that's what you want to do. Yeah. But. But if you want to go Saturday. If you want to go Saturday, we might have a way for you to go. Yeah. Our new friends at TickSplits, the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network. Unlike other ticketing providers that sneak in extra fees and unexplained service charges, at TickSplits, the price you see is the price you pay. Unnecessary fees shouldn't prevent you from seeing the sporting event, concert, or Broadway show of your choosing. Go to TickSplits.com and enter promo code ARMCHAIR at checkout to receive 5% off your total ticket purchase. That's 5%. It's good. Good, good. Go check it out. Um, so that's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com. Promo code armchair. Tick splits. Guaranteed seats. Guaranteed emotions. Guys, I don't know what's taking you so long. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead. I'm always I'm always checking tick splits to see if they have my have my tickets before I go anywhere else. It's my first place. Yeah. That's it. That's all I use now. Um looking at Vol Baseball, man. God, they're rolling. And I know they're mid, you know, this is mid majors. This week, but you also had that big series sweep. We talked about that on uh, some Monday. That big series sweep against Indiana, um, and then they just keep rolling. Yeah, and <clears throat> I mean, I mean, MTSU is a, a good mid major too. Like yeah, it's not. They always have decent pitching. Yeah, they're not garbage or anything. And and they these guys that come in, you know, this is their big game, so they they want to come in and beat you. Yep. Um, so I mean, you had you had Liberty yesterday, which Liberty is a really good team. They beat South Carolina uh, the first game of the season, lost three to two, um, and then lost the the third game as well, and then beat Wake Forest. So they have, you know, some pretty good wins so far this season. And you know, they came out early, and I, I think Tennessee was able to to put it on them late. Yeah, we didn't score till the fifth inning. Um, so they they took a one zero lead in the first. Sean Hunley uh, got the win. He, he's a sophomore pitcher. Um, but it, it was all, you know, we loaded the bases. And, you know, Andre Lipsius, who had a big game against Indiana the other day, he had um, a base-clearing double against Indiana. And then this game comes up with a grand slam um, to clear the bases. So seven RBIs in two games isn't bad. Not bad at all. And a guy who is shooting under under a hundred um, batting average so far up until this point is you know that, that's that's a good sign for the Vols to get their best hitter back um, or, or one of their best hitters from last year. And then today you, you started a true freshman um, on the mound against MTSU, and you know just played well. Um, didn't give up any any runs. Um, and he pitched – so we pitched a one-hitter. Um, he pitched six innings, I think. Um, that's Camden Sewell. And then um, we're able to close it out from there. Just got a couple RBIs. Didn't really hit the ball that well. Um, but, you know, anytime you're able to get a true freshman out there and, you know, have a one-hitter through six innings is pretty pretty incredible. Yep, pretty solid. This team's playing 
playing good so far. You talked about how the pitching has improved. Um, that's very – especially if we were able to have a lot of pitchers, that's what's going to take us through SEC play. Yeah, and only two seniors on the team. That's wild. Um, and I knew we were young last year. I didn't know we were young again. And Will Neely is one of those pitchers. I, I think he's our num- number three, usually our Sunday starter. Um, but the other guy is a relief pitcher, and he doesn't really see that much action. Um, so, you know, a ton of talent will be returning next year as well. Um, so this, and, I mean, and, this la- team, and last year you were on the cusp of being in Hoover too. Yeah. Should have been in Hoover. Yeah, one game away. Um, so, I mean, th- this team is definitely hungry. They're, they're 9-0 on the season. I don't know what the actual – but it, it's like 150 to like 10 is their – Wow. Um, not 150, that's crazy. They were at 45, weren't they, just yeah, the other night? Like, so, uh, they've scored seven, seven and two. So, so 50, 53. So, Wait, it was, it was 50 45? after Indiana. It was 50 and fifty to four. Oh, 50 yes. after Indiana? So, 59 yeah. and five, is that what you said? And it says 50 five. to four? Yeah, 59, 59 and five. five. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I mean that's big, and I know this doesn't really mean it doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. But man, it'd be cool to be undefeated going into SEC play, and you have a you have a legit chance to do that too. Yeah, um, I mean, you're playing all mid majors. Uh, I don't know what Fresno State is like in baseball. Um, they're always decent. They're a California team. So. Western Kentucky usually usually pretty solid, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, you play them this weekend. It's weird because these mid major teams, like you would think, would be bad, but like. None of these oh, are bad. I mean, but there's plenty of baseball. to. It's kind of like basketball. There's, yeah. there's plenty of baseball to go around. Yeah. And, um, I mean, also, I mean, I feel like you get a lot of guys that when they – sports like, you know, baseball and uh, even somewhat in football uh, with at least some of your skill guys, usually your big men, you knew, you know who's going to be pretty solid. Yeah. You, you, you don't have a bunch of big – you don't have big men in football that just appear out of nowhere where you do have skill guys. But when you have guys who hit – 18, 19 years old, that's when they really start to mature. Yeah. Crazy stuff happens. And in sports like baseball where, um, you know, that physicality doesn't – or that size and physicality doesn't show up until later. I mean, right. you've got guys that, you know, yeah, kind of come and, out of nowhere. And the, you know, incredible guys that will be in the MLB, you know, sooner than later usually are already up there. <laughs> They're usually in the MLB or at an SEC school. So Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, you know, a lot of those guys get out early. Pros. Yeah. Because they're in the they're in the minors, they're in yeah. the pros already, um, and then you know the rest of baseball kind of gets spread out through college. Um, and, and like you said, a lot of guys you know will be late bloomers. Yeah, like look at Brett Gardner for example, went to College of Charleston, walked on there, and is now the been the starting center fielder for the Yankees for the yeah. past like ten years. Yeah, it de- I mean it's definitely a different you know baseball is a different sport than. Uh, Football and, and even basketball. Where I mean, basketball is obviously similar. A lot of good talent to go around, um, and that it helps that they have smaller rosters too. But right. also plenty of talent to go around. Um, but I mean, I still think it's it's obviously possible uh, to go into SEC play um, undefeated. You still have a lot of games left before that. Uh, but it's kind of crazy. I mean, just what two weeks from now you'll be playing SEC baseball. Yeah, baseball season flies by. Oh yeah, college baseball season blows my mind. Like I feel like. They, I'm surprised they haven't pushed for it to be a little bit longer. I don't know how you would do that, but it just amazes me. It amazes me how long the pro season is, and then college is like spring training. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. Like sure. it, it's wild. 
Um, I've, I've never really looked at it until this year and, and kind of compared it. But, I mean, you're playing until, what, mid-June if you make it all the way? Yeah. And then that's – I mean, that's before the All-Star break, isn't it? Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. So, Tennessee, you know, uh, goes down to Pensacola in the yeah. Cox Diamond Invitational. Um, I guess they'll Get leave. out of this nasty weather. They probably left tonight. Or uh, probably Thursday, or maybe tomorrow morning. Or wait, no, I guess they get there a day before usually. Yeah, maybe Thursday morning. Yeah, stay Thursday night, and then they'll be there for the weekend. Yeah, so they take on Louisiana Monroe on Friday, and then Saturday they'll take on North Florida, and Sunday Western Kentucky. So they're in the Blue Wahoo Stadium. So hopefully they're able to come out with undefeated records, stay undefeated, um, get Detroit, then Fresno State, UNC Asheville, and then start of SEC play. Exciting, exciting stuff. It's very exciting. They uh, surely there'll be plenty of scouts at that that uh, that tournament, right? Hopefully, I mean, what when does spring spring training officially start? Oh, it's already started. It is okay. I need pitchers and catch, catchers have already reported. Yeah, um, I mean, didn't know they, when it when the full they, full I mean, go the was in it. Played already like two or three games. Really? Yeah. Dang. It's pretty crazy. Um. See how much how much longer? I mean, I guess spring training doesn't count as part of baseball season, but they're playing and training, and yeah, then they'll go all the way. Some of them will go all the way to October. It's <laughs> crazy, them like how often you throw to. Yeah, like you would think it would destroy your arm. But that's also, I guess, that's a big thing. I mean, they they talked about that, and that's like something you talk about at the young level. Like, how much do you throw to protect your arm? I guess yeah. you try to. You, I guess you try to throw during the year enough to where when you're throwing a lot. It isn't different because I'm sure that damages your arm. I, I I know there's a lot of science that goes into it. Over the so, basket, over the basket. I'm gonna ask you a couple. Um, okay, and you say over the basket or not? Okay, okay. So Tennessee will win out the regular season, of course. Right. Um. I'm gonna say no. You're gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Even and here, here's why I'm gonna say no. Even if, if wait, it's it's not an overreaction or it is. It's an overreact. They're not gonna win out. It's okay, an overreaction. So it is over the basket. It's over the basket. I think if they even if they win on Saturday, they lose to Mississippi State probably. Dang, that sucks. And that's at home. Yep. I I just don't see the way we've been the way we've played. I don't see winning an emotional game at Kentucky. And beating Ole Miss, I think I think that game ends up; those games end up one and one, no matter how you how it happens. Okay. Nick Saban is the best college football coach ever. That's not over the basket. That's not. Okay. And he, I'm not on the. Fo- I'm not saying he's the them. best every single year, but over his career, he's the best. <clears throat> I agree. Uh, I definitely because obviously he got out coached by Dabo this this past season. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. I don't think it's anywhere near far fit. And like you know, you talk about the turmoil that's ha- or not the turmoil, the uh, just revolving door of coaches, and he's still maintained. It, it, it shows who it is. It never was Kirby Smart. Um, it's never been um, Jimbo Fisher. All really good coordinators that coached under him for several years. Yeah. It was never Lane Kiffin. Obviously, it was never um, never Jeremy Pruitt. The reason that program is successful is one reason: Nick Saban. We talked about it last week. I'd cheer for him. He came to Tennessee. He's a great coach. Hate that he's at Alabama. Hate him now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of people want to say Steve Spurrier, but I was just like, no. He was pretty terrible at South Carolina. He, yeah. I mean, he got beat by Butch Jones four times. Yeah. Not so, good. 
No. Yeah. I love that that year, the last year, and Tennessee beat them that. No, they. It was the first year that Butch lost to South Carolina when, what's his name was Will Boschamp was the coach. They uh, were wearing signs that were "Keep Butch" or whatever, and I was like, "You're zero and four against him. Yeah, don't try to fit in with everybody else. Don't try." But I don't think that's over the basket. No, I don't. Okay. Um, Duke is still a Final Four team without Zion Williamson. I didn't get to watch their game, uh, so I can't comment too much on this. But I'm gonna go over reaction just because over the basket just because. I don't see them getting there. With I, they have plenty of time to try to find that, you know, fill that space with him, and they've got plenty of talent. So we, they're not a. You don't think they are? Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, sorry. Did you say they're not a Final Four team in that? I said they. Duke uh, is a Final. Four. I think mean, that's over the basket. I okay. don't think they are. I do think they have time though to figure it out and. Pause. I mean, they got. We talked about it last week. They've got plenty of talent. Yeah. And they have time to fill that hole if, if Zion isn't back. Um, but I just don't. That's tough to fill. It's a tough to find your best player. And probably the best player in the country. Which is crazy because, I mean, if, if you just look at Tennessee, if we, like, because you consider it. You consider yeah. that they could be a, a Final Four team. Yeah. I don't think they are either. But I'm saying you, you can think about it and, you know, come up with reasons why they possibly could be. Duke. Yeah. Yeah. But in, in Tennessee, you look at Tennessee, if Grant Williams were to go out, hell no. No. I, I Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's possible without Grant Williams. I think earlier in the year, too, if you say – and I think – yeah, I think it's obvious. I think Tennessee-wise, if you take just one player out of it, it's, you know, like tonight you really just didn't have – you didn't have Alexander, but you really didn't just have Bowden. And, yeah. And that hurts. You, you're losing 10 points right there. Yeah. So. No, I don't think – I think that's a little over the, bas- little over the basket. I don't think they're a Final Four team without them just because it's a tough hole to fill. Yeah, and it's, it's tough with, you know, a team full of freshmen also. Definitely tough. Absolutely. I, I will – you know, a lot of people. I think I used to say, uh, Coach K is just a good recruiter. He doesn't. He's not a great coach. I think I take that back when I look at it in the grand scheme of things. Or not Coach K. Sorry, Coach Calipari. To get a team of freshmen to gel together in real. I mean, I know you have them. You know, in the preseason. You know, in the in the fall. But really, you're only playing basketball for six months. Not, not even six. Five months. Yeah. And to get them. To national championship contenders, that's impressive. Guys that have never played together and get them there, that's impressive. Yeah. That's good coaching. And I'm not saying he's the best or anything, don't get me wrong, but I think he's a better coach than I've given him credit for, and I think it's just because mainly he's been at Kentucky. And that's why I've yeah. not given him that credit. I feel the same for, for Coach K. I, I feel like they're good coaches. Now, I I knock them a little bit because of the talent they have. And, and sometimes can't win. Yeah, and don't do anything in the tournament. Yeah, I there there is times that that happens, but I mean, I guess when you look back at it, like what you know, like even John Wooden, he wasn't winning every year. Yeah, I mean, co- really good, you know, the greatest coaches of all time, like that. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely, I'm not giving Cal Perry like you know put him on a huge pedestal, but I used to say like, oh, all he can do is recruit, and then I'm looking at, it, I'm like, yeah, pretty good. To to get those guys to gel, that takes you coaching and then buying into your program. So, but I mean, I also feel like it's. Where you're at too, because I, I feel like Coach Barnes could be in that same conversation as oh, yeah. one of the best coaches in, and I, I think he possibly could be. But yeah. I, I mean, you don't hear about him like Roy Williams, Coach K, Calipari, Bill Self. Yeah, um, you know those are those are the guys you hear most about right right now, and so and it's really what they're able to do on the recruiting trail too that helps yeah, them. So absolutely, it, it does help them a lot. But yeah, and there's definitely strengths and weaknesses to him to all of them as well. Yeah, so. Some weaknesses bigger than strengths. 
That's why they're not they're not in that conversation though. Yep. Um, that it for over the basket. That's all you got. Yeah, that's all I got. Uh, I not not too many not too many over the baskets this week. I haven't seen a lot. We would, you know how many we would have seen tomorrow if they had lost Ole Miss, and we'll probably still see some. Ooh, we lost. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get some Saturday too, before or after the game. Rather, win or lose, we'll get over the baskets one way or the other. Yep. One way or the other. So that'll be a good one. Listen in for next Wednesday for that. Uh, still moving on in our segments, right? Stupidity's an epidemic. Are we going to do Jumbotron first? Jumbotron. Jumbotron first. Jumbotron, AAF season. Did you see where that guy tweeted? It was a parody account. And it was like a big, long thing that Johnny Menzel said he was coming to the AAF. He was working on coming to the AAF. And Johnny Menzel tweeted like, false. I was like, Johnny, it's a parody account. Hoss. Yeah. You don't need to tweet at it. In the bio, it says parody account. <laughs> but whatever. Um, I mean, I would, I would think Johnny Menzel would play wherever. He is in the CFL right now. Yeah, but he doesn't, he doesn't play very much. No, he doesn't. He's a backup quarterback, isn't he? That's yeah. what I thought. Um, he got traded and was still a backup. Oh, God. That's not good. Frank. That's not good. Um, but AAF season, we were talking about the cities we'd love to see the AAF in. Yeah. There's a lot of good ones out there. Yeah, so you got Orlando, Memphis, Birmingham, Atlanta, San Diego, San Antonio, Salt Lake City, and uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And those are the cities that it's, it is currently in. We are going to go over the cities that we want to see it in. And I think, in fairness to my list, maybe, I think I'm not giving the AAF enough credit as a football league, like an actual football league, more of a gimmick, which I don't think they're trying to be. I think they're trying to establish an actual football league. Yeah. And that's fair. But I'm probably – I want you to play – I want to play in cities that, like – you all should have, like, bars on the – actually, this is a really good idea for anybody. I need, like, bars with, like, trashy bartenders, like women dressed, you know, oh. skanky in the front serving shots or something. Okay. I hope the XFL has that. Like, all around it? Like, on the outside? Not or? just all around. Maybe, like, a section. Or in the inside. Like, you know, like, if I'm a front row, like, a bar on the front row. Like, people can – they they can see the game the whole time. Okay. They can go to the front row and – XFL should actually do that. I feel like that's a good idea. Yeah. But that leads me to my first city where this could be great in, and that's Las Vegas. Ooh. Imagine what a AAF or XFL, I know this is AAF, imagine what a suite in Las Vegas would look like. Strippers, maybe? Blackjack? I don't know. Yeah. It could go, cra- it could go crazy. You, you can yeah, get crazy like with hangover. it. hangover. Yeah. You can get wild with that, I yeah. think. There's like Asians and monkeys <laughs> and all kinds of Plenty. stuff. Plenty. Plenty of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. So my first one would be one of my favorite cities in the entire world, and that's Charlotte, North Carolina. That'd be good. I love Tough to compete with the NFL. But that'd be good. I, I want to go back. I hope we go back soon. I want to go back. We gotta figure time. out where to go. Like we winged it, and I had a great time. I was also really drunk the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we basically just got in the Uber and was like, "Hey, just take us to wherever it's popping." Yeah, and he just dropped us off in a random street. So we is that how we ended up at Roxbury? So there was bars, and then we we saw a Wait. line. Oh, and we went to the Roxbury. Yes. Okay. Interesting. So I'll I'll go Charlotte. I think there's a lot of good football in Char- in North Carolina as mm-hmm. well in the Carolinas. So I think it, it would be fun to have it in Charlotte. Okay, I like that. I like it. I am my second one, um, and this is. I think it'd do great. Go back. Go back to St. Louis. I heard St. Louis is a fun city. Go. go back to it. They deserve a team after getting robbed on the uh, – then moving to L.A. 
Go back to St. Louis. It's a fun. It's a fun place to be. I think it'd be a great time. Okay. I like it. And, and so my next one is just because I want the nastiest of nasty. Okay. On this oh, team. Okay. And that's Detroit. <laughs> All right. I just want like the dirtiest yeah. football players you've ever seen. I want Nadomikin Sue like. I I no not Nadomikin Sue. I would say like on the longest yard, like yeah. people like that. People yeah. are like. Um, Damn, he's good, but like he would, might kill somebody like that. that <laughs> yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I, you have to have that if you have a team in Detroit. In Detroit, yeah. Um, my next one is not an actual city, like not 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 a specific city. Okay. It's an actual city, but not a specific city. Any city that um, has a NASCAR race, and I want the AAF to design themselves like a NASCAR race. Like, have a game the night before that's not the actual game. What like about Daytona? Daytona, Talladega, Bristol. I think the most realistic po- uh, possibility is Indianapolis, where the Indiana 500 is. Okay, yeah. So, just somewhere and make it like a make it like a NASCAR event and or the Indianapolis 500, where it's a weekend event. Have some trash game the night before, a concert after, whatever. People can just go get, you know, sloshed at have campgrounds around it. They camp. They make it an event. Make yeah. it a weekend event. Okay. I like it. If somebody can watch a NASCAR race, they can watch some crappy football game. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, honestly, like, these teams, like, there's some good football players on Like, yeah. Some of the top fo- top players in college football are playing in this league. Right? Yeah. Oh, I mean. Richardson. Yeah. Christian Hackenberg. The, the big thing is there's not. Any good, any good quarterback play, and that's going to hinder it when you can't. Because, I mean, people enjoy watching the, the ball get tossed around. Yeah, so, you know, I think what's going to help the AAF is what's kind of killing the NFL, if you will. Not killing it, but, um, you know, so what what's the difference in college football and um, the NFL? I, I feel like it's running quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, so they, they don't really, you know – it translate to the NFL. And that's just I, because the defensive linemen are so fa- and linebackers are so yeah. fast. So I, I feel like in this league, you know, people like Robert Griffin the third, Lamar Jack Lamar Jackson's doing fine. Yeah. Um but, you know, will he last forever? Probably not. Right. So I mean, you know, this is a league perfect for guys like that. Guys like Terrell Pryor. Yeah. Or um Braxton Miller, who wanted to play quarterback but just yeah. didn't have the body top to play in um and what's that dude from Navy? The the guy, the quarterback they had a couple years ago that was just super good, and they can't they couldn't find a position for him. They they was it the kid? Was it the kid from Tennessee? It might be the kid that played uh, Seagull, I think. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember his name. I know who you're talking about. He got his freshman or sophomore year. He wasn't dressed for a game, and they pulled him out of the stands because all their quarterbacks were out. Oh dang! Yeah, and they pulled him out of the stands, threw him in a uniform, and he played. And I think he won. That's crazy. Yeah. Because he was, he was really good, but it just doesn't transfer to the NFL. So right. I feel like the running quarterback, you know, they can make a lot of money on just, like, good football. Right. Like yeah. Um, so my next city is going to be kind of like what you said with St. Louis, how a team or a fan base got cheated. And I think Oakland. Okay. You know, you know they're staying in Oakland this year? Huh? They're staying in Oakland. Yes. So they not are. cheated yet, but soon to be cheated. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it would be great for – and that's a crazy fan base. That, yeah. that would probably embrace the, the team. Nation is crazy, and I think it gives them a little bit of incentive to, um, you know, to be fans, I guess. Because, you know, they just want to go nuts. Yeah. They want to dress crazy. They want to put right. their face. Um, 
be black and black and silver or whatever yep. they are. Um, yeah, I think it would be great for them to have a team. I hate that they're going to Las, Las Vegas. Las Vegas, I hate yeah. That. yeah, that makes sense to me. It doesn't, but I mean, maybe it'll do well. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah, or it, it might be just it might not work, and they just put a AAF team on. It. Maybe. So maybe we'll see. Maybe where we get uh, stupidity is an epidemic. Ooh. My first one is from tonight. Um, it's at Ziduck. I know some of y'all follow him. He tweeted a video of Admiral Schofield's. He said, how's this a foul on Schofield of Schofield's jersey getting grabbed? The, like, .5 seconds before that, though, he did cut that out. And Admiral two-hand shoved the guy. Borderline, in my opinion. Like, those are, I feel like, the flagrant calls. That yeah. The guy didn't fall down, which probably helps. But, like, when a guy jumps up to get a ball and you two-hand shoved him, that's pretty dangerous. So, I love Schofield to death, but it was a very... Very obvious foul. Yeah. Um, so mine's from Nathaniel Rutherford. Um, he's he tweeted during the LSU game, or I guess at halftime, was Bones illness a sore butt from the butt chewing Barnes gave him at halftime, maybe. No, we'll he was, never know. He was sick the whole game, we know. I mean that. that's that's kinda weird. Like I read the first line, I was like, Okay, where is this going? <laughs> because that's I mean, that's weird. Right. A sore butt. <laughs> I was just like, okay, well, I hope there's Whoa. no... <laughs> Why are you looking at his butt there? <laughs> I hope there's no, like, Sandusky stuff going on at right. <laughs> Um But, yeah, I just thought that was that was weird. Um, I feel like Barnes is definitely hard on his point guards anyway. Um, and, and Bone obviously did not feel well during the LSU game, but he didn't play terrible. He didn't. He didn't play how he needed him to play right. while we lost, but... But, yeah. Yeah, I very... He was very obviously sick. The man was like, stupidity. I'm just like, the man was like struggling to breathe over there. He was so sick. Yeah, Probably off of him. Sore butt. Yes, <laughs> you got fat butt disease, <laughs> Michael. Yeah, so, so, you know what kind of illness is a sore butt, <laughs> right? Um, my next one is LeBron James. Um, because I don't know if you saw his defense against Memphis. Terrible. Terrible, and his body language was bad. Like I don't think there's no way he's at LA next year, right? Unless something big changes, like Luke Walton's fired. I don't know. <laughs> but my favorite play ever was him. He was defending his guy who was out of the three-point line. He was inside the paint. The man hits an open three, and then he looks around at his defender or at his teammates with his hands up. I'm like, what? How in the world do you blame on anyone else? I'm like, that is beyond me. So I'm gonna go with LeBron. That's you shouldn't. You know basketball well. I think everyone recognizes you know basketball well. That was stupid. But a lot of people were saying, you know, not my goat because of this. And in fair, that was horrible. Terrible. I'm not defending that it's, at all. It's not good that he's done it. But a lot of it. people like, you know, James Harden does that every night. So, yeah. I mean. In fairness, I don't think anybody's calling James Harden the GOAT, though. So Right, that's well, true. I mean, <laughs> that's true. I think everybody recognizes that James Harden But he's is, probably going to win MVP. He may. And he's horrible at defense. Absolutely. He's horrible. not horrible at defense. He's, just, he's lazy as shit. Yeah. Because yeah, he, he plays just, fine. He and, doesn't try. He plays fine in postseason. Yeah, he's ready for offense. Yeah. that's like He's trying, he's trying so hard to get that 80-point game. You know he yeah. is. Um, he's that kid on like a two A football team that had to go both ways and just hate his life on defense. He just wanted to play offense. Yeah, I just want the ball, coach. I don't care about getting the ball. I just want it. Yeah, it's strange, very strange. My next one is Darrell Middleton. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, NCAA violations everywhere. Yeah, yeah, not good, not good. Um, but I, I mean, I'm. I don't care about calling him out. Uh, it's all in fun. Um, but he said, somebody bless your boy. I'm hungry as life. 
um, and just put up his cash app where you could send him money so man can eat. I mean, the man definitely needs to eat. Yeah. Um, he definitely needs a phone charger, too, because his, his screenshot, he was at 6%. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, man's got to eat. I get that. But, I mean, I'm sure if you told anybody in the football complex that you were hungry, they're going to find you some food. Yep. Straight oh, yeah. up. They've got a nice little facility over there. But, I mean, if some people – if I put my cash app and people send me, send me money, that's on them. Yeah. Yeah. So – is, is that Raven? Yeah, I don't know what just happened. Raven's dying. There's laughing. some man in there making your wife laugh. We gotta get out of here, guys. Ooh. We might be fighting in a second. Um, guys, thank you all for listening. Uh, I hope you're. I'm in a good mood after that Tennessee win, even though it wasn't pretty. The win's a win. I'm happy. I'm gonna go to bed happy. Hopefully Saturday, um, we're, we're celebrating after Cool Beans if we win. You'll be downtown. Cool Beans. Yeah, we'll be at Cool Beans if we win. Maybe lo- maybe or lose. We'll see. Oh, I have one more. Oh, you have one more. Oh no, no, you're fine. So Jason Martin. J-Mart Zone. Uh, I think he's some kind of show host or something. He said, Grant Williams is a fantastic player that just made an all-time horrendous play. And he's talking about the foul um, at the end of the LSU game. And LSU is celebrating right now because of it. Officiating was putrid, but so was that decision. Um, I'm going to call this guy out because Grant Williams was trying to get the ball, so I do not – I will never hate on a player for hustling. Yeah. Never in my life. And if you're trying to make a play, like you look at Pig Howard. I'm looking at the Neyland Stadium, and the first thing I think of is, is Pig Howard. When he tries to lean, reach for the goal line, make a play, and it just comes out of, out of his hands. It's too short. Yep. I'm, I'm never going to be mad at somebody. I hate that it happened. Um, but, you know, a, an official has to swallow the whistle there. Yeah. He can't. It didn't, affect, it didn't affect the game. No. He wouldn't have had time to get a shot off. No. Didn't affect the game. I agree. I agree. You can't hit on a player for trying to make a play. Um, that's what Grant was trying to do. It sucks. You know, you in, in hindsight's twenty twenty. If the man grabs that ball and somehow shoots it, you're probably asking why Grant didn't try to try to get the ball. Yeah, absolutely. So hindsight's twenty twenty. Be fair. I got another one. Oh wow, we're just so a lot of stupid people this week. Wes Rucker. Of course. He said um he was tweeting at halftime of the LSU game. Halftime in Knoxville. Number five Tennessee, <laughs> number thirteen LSU. For those of y'all who didn't know, uh, the game was in Baton Rouge. So, he said in Knoxville. I don't know if he, oh, he said. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if he was actually in Thompson Bowling Arena, just like <laughs> just tweeting. Um, He's in Knoxville, is what he meant. He, yeah, <laughs> I guess he had no clue where the game was, um, but at least he knew it was halftime. I guess. Yeah, that's fair. He just went to the wrong arena. <laughs> Every game's a home game, I guess. That, and he took that. Literal. Yeah, twelve or six man in Tennessee basketball for yeah. real, man. It's West real. Worker. Oh, God bless him. Um, again, thank you all for listening. Sorry, I tried to get off earlier on you. Got an extra couple minutes of this episode. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. We will see you again Sunday night, Monday morning. Um, be ready to cheer on the balls. Win or lose, I guess we'll be at Cool Beans Saturday yeah. night. Come hang out. Come have fun. Yeah, absolutely. And. Are you going to the Kentucky game? Mm-hmm. Didn't get tickets. I didn't want to buy tickets well, for that much either. Yeah. I wish I didn't love, like, love Tennessee so much and I cared <laughs> about money a little bit more. Where I well, you got those for Christmas, though, didn't you? Yeah. That's different. But still. It's technically your money, but that's different. Yeah. But at least, you didn't, <laughs> at least you didn't note it, you know? Yeah. So, she yeah. always tells me, uh, my money is her money and her money is her money. Yeah, of course. That's how it is. Yeah, sucks. Um, I guess get married? 
No, don't get married. <laughs> Getting married and having kids is the biggest mistake that you'll ever make. Yeah. Um, Michael Scott. We'll, we'll, we might see you at Mardi Gras. We might yeah. be live at Mardi Gras. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but that's all we got. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.